I'm Rodney. I'm Jamal. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? This pants. <laughs> and we are. I knew, I knew y'all was gonna fuck that up. Wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm laughing because he got the mic. I'm, 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 okay, man, my bad. I, <laughs> I, 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 all right, start over. Hey, <laughs> start over, man. No, 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 he's good. He's you good. messed it up. I yeah, did. yeah. Okay, my fault. <laughs> I'm Rodney. I'm Jamal. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Vince. And we are Under, under Construction. construction. <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to start off with the hurricane. Okay. Why do you have that mic? Like that, man. <laughs> hey, this is this is what happens when 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 you take off a week, week and a half from each other. This is going to be rich. People go man. out there and I'm, get, I'm get goofy or not. So the hurricanes uh, were swept <laughs> the hurricanes. by the uh, Boston Bruins. <laughs> and uh, oh, boy. it was a successful season. Uh we got our asses handed to us. What yeah. do you guys think about it? Um, look, man, I, I don't – we are not hockey savants here at under construction, but I've been watching sports long enough to see when the team is just better. better. The, I can, I can, you can clearly see there was a talent discrepancy between the Bruins <laughs> and the Canes. I think that's pretty obvious. This is evident. And, evident. man, the disappointing part – it's like it wasn't close at any point. <laughs> okay, game was it three? It was two. The one. Game three. Game, game three. Two, it was two one. So that was a pretty good game. Game two I, was terrible. Oh out, out, outside of game three, man, it was just the bloodbath. I, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> it, it was it was nothing to see here. It was here. it was yeah. karmatic. It was it was it was karma. It was basically the the hockey guy saying, "Hey, it's not y'all's time. We we let y'all have fun for a couple weeks. Now we got we got to snatch it back." Yeah. Because literally just in the previous series, we 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 spanked up on New York 4-0. We was we was beating those guys like 5-2, 5-1. Yeah. And then we got the same thing. Yeah. And as I was watching game 2, I was like, Damn, this what it feels like. Huh? This, right. this is how New York feel right yeah. now. <laughs> like, interesting nugget. I was looking at the the uh, the score summaries for the game. We were outscored seventeen to five. Seven wow. seasons. That's the whole just, series. Wow. That's just crazy. That's, that's domination. That just, is dom- I'm gonna tell you how sad it is. We didn't even open up the segment with what the. I was like, oh yeah, yeah exactly. It's no use now. It was, it was gonna <laughs> no, be, because the, wait, it was like <laughs> it was gonna be something like what the hell was. Hey, that? What, <laughs> hey let me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me let me switch it. Let me switch it up. Um, I I noticed something. Um, these last this last month or so that we we've been like hockey fans, quote right. unquote. It's okay to have more than one team mm-hmm. in the sport of hockey. Please explain. I joined the Hurricanes group. You know, trying to get my knowledge up and all that good stuff. And when, when we were playing New York, there were a lot of New York slash. Carolina Hurricane fans in the okay. group. Right. Then we start playing the the Bruins, and it's a lot of Bruin fans who are Carolina Hurricane fans as well. So I pose a question. I'm like, hey, how does this work? Because I'm primarily <laughs> basketball, football. We don't do that. Now, granted, it's people who have more than one team, but we don't accept that. I would say that there are a lot of Charlotte Hornet Steph Curry fans. There's a lot of stuff Charlotte Hornet LeBron James fans. I mean, I, I guess in basketball, it's more of an individualistic player thing. So you might have a player of a, of, of a certain team that, that you may be interested in, but you may be fans of your whole time. But, you, but you're not saying that there are people out there that have fans of two teams. Not necessarily. No, it happens. Football, I, mean, I, I, I would say, if you look at it, the, the reason why I would say that that is, is because we're a transplant State. I don't. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not giving the credence no, to the trans. And, and, and all of our franchises are fairly new. 
think about this. You have a lot of Panther Redskins fans still. You got a lot of Panther Cowboys fans still. Okay, when I was younger, as far as the NFL go, I didn't really have a football team. The closest team that I was to being a fan of was the Buffalo Bills. Because if you remember in the early 90s, well, they were, they were, yeah. it, it was a fun team to watch. It, really it, it was a fun Kirby team. Thomas, Jim Kelly, yeah. Don yeah. Beebe, uh, yeah. Canadians, all those guys. But when, when Carolina came to town, I was 100% Carolina. 100% Carolina. So I, I was, wasn't. So I'm mirroring with you. I, was, what, I, was, I wasn't up until... But you are now. You got yeah, better. Now. Yeah, I'm better uh, now. Something I noticed my with the with the last <laughs> <laughs> something I noticed with the last Canes game, they were uh, these obnoxious Boston people. They're like roaches. They show up everywhere. <laughs> like, they show up in every little crevice of Carolina, every little crevice of Carolina sports. And they were and they were there in the stands at the Canes game at the last game. Like how convenient you came to a game where you knew you were going to win and close the series. But whatever. That's a, another story for another time, man. So to both of y'all's point, there's a lot of people from Boston mm-hmm. who live in Raleigh, who live in Charlotte. Because nobody retires and move up north. Yeah, on, uh, like on. who would retire yeah. in Boston? Who wants yeah. to do that? Yeah. So um, that didn't look like people who had two teams to me. It just looked like Boston fans who was like, oh, we're just going to go infiltrate Raleigh and be obnoxious <laughs> and don't get me started. But, yeah, so I, I, I get the whole – Two team things sometime, man, but I, I I just don't buy it if that makes sense. Now man. I know yeah. I know situations come up where I grew up in California. I'm I'm born in California, but I grew up in Charlotte, so I might be a Lakers slash Hornet fan. Mm-hmm. I get situation like, like that. that right. I grew up a Panthers fan, but, but my son plays for the Packers, so I'm I a Panther. But, but when you when your birth certificate says Presbyterian Hospital, <laughs> and you went to like States Road Elementary School all the way up to like West Charlotte High School. These are all Charlotte references yeah, yeah, for yeah, those yeah, who they don't yeah, know. And, and, you, and you like Steelers, baby, because my uncle was a Steelers. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stop. Anyway, we'll, so, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And then I, will, I also want to give a final shout out to the True Hurricanes fans, right? Who gave the team a standing ovation and, on, and, on an awesome season. And thank you for letting fans like us join along the bandwagon for <laughs> uh, that short amount. And of time. shout out to Cody Zeller for 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 being on the horn and not getting injured. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> What the fuck was that, Vince? <laughs> we, we are glad Cody Zeller is not on the injury report after, blowing the, after we, doing the siren thing. Because we all knew. We, we all were thinking it. We all were, hey, and, and. It's the, like, damn, before the season? <laughs> so, good stuff. Good stuff on that. All right, we're going to move on to our uh, Panthers uh, segment called Back to Back Winning Season. <laughs> because. <which we> never <laughs> had. Um, recently, the Panthers. Uh, Stated they were they were going to honor uh, four members of the past teams with the uh, Ring of Honor: uh, Steve Smith, Jake Delone, Jordan Gross, and Wesley Walls. Uh, how do you guys feel about this? I this, this one one name is not like that. I, why? Yeah, why? Um, why? Why? What I uh, think I know what name. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we're <laughs> all pretty sure in we know the name. Yeah. One <laughs> name is not like the others. To Rodney. Uh, Vince, you want to start this off? Okay, well, now, now let me ask you guys this. When it comes to this Ring of Honor, uh, do you guys know what the requirements are to to be in the Ring of Honor? I, I haven't looked it the up. The thing is, man, I, I, decent I, I, I have <laughs> <laughs> obviously not much compared to one name. 
But I, I look at this and I haven't read it for myself either. But I'm just looking at this list. I'm like, man, mainly poly popularity. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. Let's be clear about something. I think most of the lists we're okay with. Is this this one? And I'm gonna name? be honest with you. <laughs> there's more than one name that I'm not okay with. Okay, but I, I when, can see there, there, there's yeah, one in the possible. But when you possible. when you look at big picture mm. impact on the city and the culture, you kind of have to give it to them and whatnot. Uh, before we get to this one name, I honestly think that what this is, I think it's a microcosm of the problem that we're having in the Hornets fan base. Because mm. when you go back and look at the classic Hornets and even though we had so many great players come through, right. at the end of the day, we never saw an Eastern Conference Finals. Right. So whenever people say, I want this player, this player's jersey retired, well, what did they do? Right. They right. made some highlights, right. but but I in, don't in, see it. In the long run, it's like, what what does it really mean? In exactly. The, in the grand yeah. scope of things, it's like, okay, well, yeah, LJ and Warner were awesome, but how far did we really get? Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> Jake DeLone does not belong in this list to me. Just because you can sell me some goddamn Bojangles chicken does not believe you. Does not mean you need to be on the list. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tell us how you really feel. Jake DeLone does not need to be on this list. He, I'm, I, I can't forgive him for the six picks. I'm sorry. I'm going to play, well, I kind of play. And then Wesley Walls, I'd rather Kevin Green. But you go ahead, Jamal. <laughs> I, I am... Surprisingly, gonna argue in favor of Jake Delone. So I'm, we're not all in agreement. I, well, kind of, sort of, but I'm not. To me, I'm not like for or against it, and I'm gonna tell you why. All right, <clears throat> Jake Delone. We go, we'll talk about before the Tommy John surgery. Okay, mm-hmm. he was what he was. He was average, average quarterback at best. All right, we're not talking about. He's not bad. He's not better than Cam. Let's let's just stop that nonsense <laughs> off the jump, man. But here is why I'm not surprised at all he's on this ring of honor. Because you cannot argue during Jake's tenure here, when it when it was good, let's let's please frame it as that. When it was good, Jake DeLone was a huge part of the Panthers identity. That is very hard to argue. Whether you like the guy or whether you don't like the guy. It was very hard to talk about the Carolina Panthers without talking about Jake DeLone. Let's also not act like he didn't do a lot of good things when it was good. He, I think he may be still be the leader in fourth quarter comebacks for the Carolina Panthers. That's just truth. You don't have to like the guy, but let's be fair when it comes to him. We did go to a Super Bowl with him as quarterback. Yes, we had an amazing – I know what you're going to say. Yes, we had one of the best D-lines ever. <laughs> yes, we had an amazing running game. And, yes, we had a great defense. However, that does not discount the fact that this guy right here was a was a really good leader, and he led us to a lot of fourth-quarter comebacks. You're going to say, well – we wouldn't have had to come back if he would <laughs> through all those. Picks. And you know what? You kind of you kind of went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you kind of you kind of change you kind of change what I was gonna say and all of that. And when you, when you look at the numbers, when you look at the highlights, when you look at the tape, um, everything you say I co-sign. But I think I think this is politics coming from Tepper with his Ring of Honor. 
because the fan base is so polarized with the quarterback conversation here. Right. Yeah. I think that the DeLone was added more so to appease yeah. to that demographic who says DeLone was the best. Let, but let me tell you why I'm I'm not so I'm not sour on that. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, man, it's not like it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it, it's sure. not. Which like, is why I was asking if you, know, you guys knew what the requirements. You know were. what I mean? Because, no, no. It's <laughs> yeah, but my pro- that's probably why I don't have that's such a problem with it. Because yeah. for the main reason I don't have a problem with it, because it's just so hard to talk about the Carolina Panthers history without yeah, talking DeLone. about Jake, De- Jake, Jake DeLone. That's probably it. Because. Bad Jake DeLome obviously doesn't deserve to be in this conversation. The, the, the guy who was who you were scared was going to turn the ball every time he dropped back, that Jake DeLome does not, obviously doesn't deserve this. But the guy who did a lot of good things for us and the guy who was on all the Bojangles commercials and the guy who, was, who, was the, who probably was the face of the franchise, I mean, let's be honest, I, I get it. I, I, I understand it. You might so, not like it, but I understand it. Though. So let me ask you a question. So... If you guys had an opportunity to put your four in starting this this upcoming season and you can replace this list, who's the four that you would put in? Oh, man. Playing now? Even? It, well, no. Let's not go now, in. Not, not, not active. Okay. So, I, l- l- let me go first. Let me give you time. Give you guys time to think. All right. So, I will go, obviously, with Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gross. Yeah. I would say Mike Minner. Mike, Mike Minner. And then my fourth one is the Panthers' best player ever, Julius Peppers. Yeah, I, I'd replace one of those people. I, I I'd probably go Chris Gamble over Mike Minner. That's that's, that's the only that's, that's the only name I replace. That's fair. I would take off DeLone and Wesley Walls. I would add Julius Peppers and Brad Hoover. Wow. And Brad Hoover, statistically speaking, probably will not. Justify an argument here, but his impact on the team. Yeah. Brad Hoover was what Luke Keekley is now. Now, here's something we here's a name we have not talked about. Why is John Casey not on the list? Mm. Ooh. Good one. That's Ooh. good. That's good. I, That's good. He yeah. Longest team yeah. Yeah. most points. It, yeah. It's you know, the average fan is gonna always And I'm not up. gonna harp on that. I'm, I'm not harping on that. But y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about. Every, every Carolina Panthers fan is gonna harp on that. But the truth of the matter is Casey did so many great things for this team. He still is the leader in points of this franchise. Yeah. So I it's, it's a little surprising that he's not on those. Yeah. Not on and it hurt. Fans. That that that, that kick hurt. Yeah, that kick hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, cool. <laughs> um <laughs> our next uh thing we're gonna jump into is uh the Panthers are gonna be featured on Amazon's uh all or Nothing series. Uh, it's going to chronicle uh, Tepper's first season as the uh, the uh, owner of the Panthers and an up and down roller coaster season. Uh, Jamal, what do you think of it? Do, do, do you think it's a good watch? Oh no, it's an excellent watch. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't even care if it's perceived as like boring day to day stuff. Like for if you are a fan of this team, you want to see like behind the scenes stuff, but. I mean, there's a couple of things we're looking forward to. Like, I, I do what I'm looking forward to is when it went bad. Like, gotcha. Like, what happened inside that locker room? What happened amongst the players when we were losing seven games in a row? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's what I want to see. Like, what? Well, how did the team kind of train the room? Yeah. Like, how did they rally around each other or respond or whatever? You know what I mean? And 
specifically what happened, what was going on with Cam when he hurt himself. Yeah. What what was his approach? What was Cam like? No, man, I I don't want to sit out. I'm I want to play. Was was there any conflict of interest between management and Cam Newton when that went down? So, a couple of things I'm really looking forward to, and, and another like. You know what? What happened when we lost those games we weren't supposed to lose, like to the Redskins? Like, Ooh. like what? What went on in that locker room after that? What? What? Went, what went on in the locker room when we beat Philadelphia? Yeah, when we came back. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of stuff I'm looking forward See, to. See, I'm, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a different approach to this. I know that we, we, pretty much since Tepper got here, we've been on the whole Tepper 2020 train. Mm-hmm. He. He hasn't made a bad move, whether it's football or public relations, mm-hmm. in any way. However, I'm a little worried that he is doing too much too, too quick. early. Um, I, I love the I love the, I love the idea of the series. I'm definitely going to watch. They did one uh, this Amazon series. They did one on the Arizona Cardinals a couple of years ago, and I watched that a few months. ago. I was actually bored and just came across it, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's good. It's it's great. It's yeah. it's pretty dope. But I'm wondering if they – because with him only having been here for one year, my question is the culture that he wants the Carolina Panthers to be, has that culture been cemented already? And by opening up your doors to the public so soon while you're still in that transitional process – I'm before, not, before we won anything. Before, yeah. before, before <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if this would be – Kind of a good detrimental to the team. Yeah, if it may, if it and, may blow back in his face, and it doesn't help, we drafted Will Greer too. I was gonna leave that alone. And, and then we're gonna touch that. And then another thing I'm interested in, in is uh, what was the thought process when they brought in Eric Reed? Like, what, what was those? Yeah, that would be like? a hot one. Yeah, like I, I want to see like what was Ron Rivera's opinion versus Tepper's, or was it more of a Tepper move? Or did they? Talk to the certain players on the team. Yeah. And what did the captain say? Yeah. That's, that's one thing I'm interested in. As and well. keep What's in mind, point? even if there was um, dissent on that decision, I doubt that gets aired because you know how the media go. The media, mm-hmm. they want to find anything They'll that they take can. Something and they're wrong with. And yeah. I doubt that gets played. And and he just signed a new three year deal with Carolina, so I doubt that makes it to right. the documentary. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. All right, we're going to segue into uh, oh, our lovable loser <sighs> uh, segment called the uh, Tip Pick. Tip, 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 tip. Do we have to? So, uh, oh, God, the NBA draft lottery was what, last Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> of course, the Hornets didn't move up in, in the draft position. Of course. We're stuck with the 12th pick and an uh, ultimate fate of Bowl Bowl. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, why is there a black cat? Running around Time Warner Cable Arena, and how do we get rid of this mother sucker? Uh, let's go, guys. Let's let's, let's, let's dig in on this. I don't I don't even know how to address this. And I'm gonna be honest with you. When 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 Buddy was up there calling out the picks, and when Charlotte came up twelve, no, I didn't no even I didn't even no I didn't even yeah because it's like no emotion. I, I, I there's no way I can expect to win thirty nine games. And then come out with a top four draft pick. What I was upset about <laughs> was the fact that that team from Louisiana ended up with the number one pick. LeBron James and his LA Lakers ended up with the four pick. That's what hurt me and the Memphis most. Memphis ended up with the two pick. That's what hurt me the most. But 
it was easier for me to digest because the look on Zion's face <laughs> <laughs> when New Orleans got that number one pick. He did not like y'all, that. Y'all, y'all ever like ate somebody's food that wasn't good and they say, how was it? That was Zion's face. It was like, Zion was like, it's good. It's okay. It's good. The draft, the draft is the draft. Um, yes. we're, I, I don't want to really get into prospects today because we got more than enough time to talk more, about that coming yeah, up. It, that, that will come. Yeah. But the draft was the draft for me. Got you. So, um, usually, like, when this draft lottery comes around, I usually make it a point to, like, all right, I will be in front of a TV just so I can see what's what. It's negative Nancy all the week. <laughs> this, this, I've been in a really grumpy mood this week, man. I, I will be the first to tell you I've been extra grumpy this week. Um, so when the draft lottery came around this time, I was like, I'm not watching that shit, man. I'm sorry. I just I, – I, I had no interest – in the draft lottery for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I've been on the trade-to-pick train forever, so I, it hardly mattered where this pick was. I did, I, and the main reason I didn't watch the draft lottery because I expected us to not have any luck. <laughs> when is this draft? When has this franchise ever had any good luck? Now, please name me one time that this, this iteration of the Hornets has ever had any good luck. I'll wait. There is none. So, with that being said, I didn't expect nothing. I didn't expect anything to change. I it, I actually missed, like, because at some point, I did go on my phone and just see what was going on. So, I actually missed when the, when the Hornets got announced. So, when I saw it, I was like, oh, 12. Okay, cool, whatever. I'm with Vince. The only thing that really set me was, like, what? Well, I was happy that the Lakers did not get the number one pick. Yeah. I, I was Man, too I, happy I, with I, that. I, I, I genuinely thought it was going to be Cleveland. I, I thought it was going to be Cleveland. Really? I would have stopped watching basketball if it was the Lakers. Like, I seriously. I'd have like, Reed. I thought it would have been Cleveland because it would have set up perfectly that once LeBron's time is up in L.A., he goes back, back to Cleveland, Cleveland for his last but one. But one other thing I want to say, man. See, I, I, I suffer from trauma. I suffer from deep trauma with the draft lottery. Let me explain why. 2000, uh, I don't know, 11, something like that. The Hornets had a draft lottery meeting slash party, whatever you want to call it. It was for season ticket holders who wanted to renew and all this stuff. It was about 10 people there. (laughs) And I was there, and they were going through the picks. And I don't know who it was, but with the number two pick, and it said Bobcats. And I had a set of keys in my hand, and I just threw them down as hard as I can. And I just, my head just sunk, and I was like, I, what else can we do, man? I still have trauma from that day. No. I, I can't go through this again. That's why I, I didn't watch it, man. I'm going to apologize in advance for being this guy, okay? As much as I hate what happened on that fateful night, I, I feel like I'm obligated to throw out there that the team that has had the greatest odds of getting the number one pick never, gets them. never get like yeah. I, I think I think if you got to put a percentage on it, I think maybe ten or twelve percent in the mm. history of all the draft lotteries has the team with the highest chance of ever gotten the number one pick. So now that you got a cold envelope. So and I, your name is Patrick Ewing. Well, and he denies that flatly. He denies that. But see, and it's funny because, like, I never heard about the envelope story until, like, a year or two ago. 
I actually read as a kid that the three top teams that, that, that had a chance at number one pick actually went out back and were shooting dice to see who would get it. <laughs> that's, that's the story I grew up with as a kid. You, man. I, this is something that has been on my mind all week, and I have to talk about this. I absolutely have to talk about this, y'all. And I cannot believe I am going to speak in favor of the Pelicans for, for one moment in time. Because I otherwise screw that whole city. But for one moment in time, I'm going to speak in favor of the Pelicans. This, this is something I really don't like, man. All week, I have been seeing from national media guys, Zion could go back to Duke. Does Zion really want to play for the Pelicans? I don't know how I feel about Zion going to the Pelicans. We have to, as Hornets fans, we have to be. We have to be. What What would we think if that was us? If that was what us, if it yeah. was the Hornets? What if What if it was like? Well, does Zion really want to go play with the Hornets? Well, you gotta look at the Hornet history. Blah blah blah. That is trash journalism. That is. That is absolute garbage. That is the most dumbest shit. It I is. Have and if me or you get in front of a camera and we're like. He should go back to college. We're fans. Yeah. Right. We, we're allowed to the, right. those dumbass hot Right, teams. right, right, right. But Colin Coward right. got on his show and spent a good 15, 20 minutes trying to justify, justify why he should. And, and we just spent the entire year telling him not to even play because if he was getting hello, hurt, he, hello, 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 and, hello. And now we're telling hello, him to go back to college because you might get drafted oh, you by... Oh, you, you don't want to play for New Orleans teams going to hand the keys to you. See, and the thing is, y'all know we could go on and on about this all day, so we're going to try to keep this yeah. short. But we know national media always tries to, like, finagle and find a way to, asso- to, to, to associate star college players with big markets. It yeah. seems like... The entire national media, the entire sports world is like, we really want him to go to New York because because that story is a better sell than Zion going to New Orleans. They were were bigging up Atlanta too. Right. And the the thing is, like, again, I, I have to boost this crew up. This is why we started this. Because that kind of trash, like I just cannot get. I don't care how much I hate New Orleans. Agree, man. agree. I same. cannot get with that kind of trash media, man. That, yeah, that is. That, that's there's just and and now a couple construction can't get jiggy with that <laughs> shit. One, one, one thing we have never, ever, ever, ever have a prospect and like, man, go back to school before you play for this. Exactly. When does that ever happen, man? Imagine, imagine them telling Shaq, oh, you don't need to play for now, Orlando. Play for Orlando. A couple, play weeks, play a couple on, weeks ago, we talked about the uh, the SGA uh, Miles Bridges right. um, debacle. And you asked the question, if that's the situation that would get that publication, the press pass mm. um, um, banned. And right. you know, I say no, because it's strictly basketball. Right. That is something telling him to go back to school because who wants to go play for that team in right. Louisiana? I'm still not calling by the name. Right. That is something that <laughs> if I was if I was an owner, I would be like calling out. No, you can't come here. No, because that that that's that's just bush league. That's that's bush league. Totally agree, opinion. man. Totally agree. So, all right, gonna, but all right, I just want to say. One but look, thing. y'all, look. No, no, no. I just want to say one thing. <laughs> Did you guys see the meme where Zion? Look like Booger McFarland. <laughs> 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 uh, that that was yeah. Hey, 
that. That was hilarious. Now, now, for those of you that are listening to this podcast in true podcast format, you're probably hearing a lot of rattling right now. And the reason why you're hearing that rattling is because our host, Mr. Roddy Richardson, is is, is putting a bunch of peanuts in his um in, in, in his 16 ounce Pepsi right now. Because North Carolina and South Carolina in the South is country, and we eat that, and they didn't believe me. And the segue into our culture part, oh, we boy. we posted a poll on our Facebook page a couple weeks ago, and we we asked which, which you, over a thousand of y'all responded to fifteen hundred. So we appreciate we appreciate the participation, but we asked a question: If you were familiar with putting peanuts in your Coke or your Pepsi, and unfortunately, a vast majority, seventy five percent of you <laughs> say yes. So. Me, me and Vince are dumbfounded I'm, right I'm, now. Because they think that because they live in Charlotte, they're East Coast. But Vince now. is country. Vince I is am country. Vince is we, we don't have stoplights where I grew up at. We don't even have a stoplight. Well, well, well you don't know the other people. It's like, you, you don't know the other 12 people living in your city. You've never heard that before. He Come said on, 12 man. people. <laughs> Look, oh. Um, to this day, like I, I, I can't, I can't believe that. So, kudos. Let me do a taste test. Let me do a taste test. I never had it before. I've heard of it because I'm really from the south. You've never had it, so you I only knew it. of it, but you've never, I've never done had it. it. But I've heard of it. Like, go for it. <laughs> All right, y'all. He's tasting it. Um, um the face doesn't look favorable. It, yeah, right it now. doesn't. It doesn't support the the poll. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> okay. I mean, now, I get my hands for those of you there. for those of you that don't know the history, you know I'm kind of like the statistician on the group, uh, statistician. How you say yeah. that? So here's what happened back in the day, like in the 1930s or whatnot. It's savory and sweet. When people was like working the fields and everything. The reason why they started putting their peanuts in their soda was because they didn't want the peanuts to touch their dirty hands. Mm-hmm. So it was nothing like, oh my God, let me let me put this bacon on this donut right quick because I want to be different, you know. <laughs> let me try something that like shouldn't even go together. Like they just bacon think, on donut is delicious. And I've never tried it. Look, I would and not, I, and look, I, and look, I never will. I would look, never look, do look, something look, like look, that. Look, let me shout out Duck Donut <laughs> because you guys have a delicious maple bacon donut. And if I was not on this diet. I would eat the shit out you every fucking day. <laughs> Doug Donald's is awesome, by the way. But yeah, go ahead. Try to make. Uh, I am going to bring it for you guys. Bacon to and donuts just don't go it, together. It is so good. Anyway, that's our piece on peanuts and soda. Um, apparently, depending on where you live at in the world, dictates what you put your peanuts in. Some people say Pepsi's better. Some people say Coke is better. Coke's from Georgia. Coke is trash. The class, the the, the class <laughs> Coke is better. Some people even put. I even saw Chill Wine a few times. There's a lot of things from Georgia that's trash right now. We won't get into that. Yeah. No, no, nothing. Everything. All right. So uh, we kind of ready to segue into the culture segment. Uh, there was some big, huge news today. Uh, billionaire Robert Johnson. Uh, Recently got an honorary degree from Morehouse College down in Atlanta. It's an all-male school, HBCU, historically black college. Uh, he got an honorary doctorate. And he made a statement that was profound to me. He was like, I'm your classmate. I'm one of y'all. And so me and my family are starting a grant to pay off everyone's student loans. And 
every it's forty million dollars. Wow, man. He's a wow. billionaire. Yeah, Mr. Johnson. My name is Rodney. <laughs> I'm a 2010 graduate of Clemson University. I have thousands of dollars in student loans. I'm your brother. Help me out. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, so I've known who Robert Johnson is for a couple years now. Uh, I know he's like a philanthropist and a big-time investor. I've always asked the question, like, does he give back? Because even though he's a philanthropist, like I've never really seen anything that right. he's done. Well, he well did, he's done. He's he's given five million to the African American Museum. Okay. In uh, DC. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and I, I didn't know that. Yeah. But what he did today answers that question. Right. And like I, I, I there's, there's nothing else to say other than like that. That's a big time move. So congratulations to that 2019 class who just got all their student loans wiped out. Um, definitely make good use of your of your newfound fortune. Right. And that was just that was just big time. You know, big big ups to uh, to Mr. Johnson on that. Um, the first thing I want to say is I wish Mr. Johnson was a Gardner Webb <laughs> and I wish he was around near 2002 but anyway um, yeah I am we, we, we were sad with that but um, I, I know I know Mr. Johnson from being uh, mentioned you know before the purchase of, of Mr. Tepper but I, I remember Mr. Johnson from being mentioned uh, with possible ownership of all the Carolina Panthers. I didn't know a, lo- a lot about him, but I had the same questions uh, Vince had as far as uh, philanthropy is concerned. And for him to, you know, for him to, to reward those those graduates like that in, in that way is it's unheard of. It's, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. anything I've ever seen from anyone before. I've literally never heard of anything of anybody doing like that. Like, that's a... <laughs> I, it's a blessing. It, 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 it's crazy that you can sit here and you're graduating and you hear someone's speech and it's directed towards you and you're just like, oh man, these words are kind. But when somebody does something like this, they truly care. Mm-hmm. Like they truly, they truly care about your life after school. After school, they they truly know the challenges that comes with having. Uh, mountains of debt when it come when you come out of college. This is a very real life thing for a lot of people that hinders a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So uh, my hat goes off to Mr. Johnson in a big way, man. That that is a truly awesome thing to do, and hopefully, maybe more billionaires will follow suit. Yeah, I, I doubt I, I it. Think, I, I think it will. I, I think will a few see. others will. It, one it, it's is this really good to see that greed doesn't win yeah. for once man. yeah so yeah and another reason why this is so big to me uh, i'm going into my nerd mode um so it, it jumps into the, the 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 wealth piece to me uh african-american wealth in this country is 1700 dollars all liquid everything and that's the lowest in the country so typically we're we're, we're saddled with more student loans because we don't have access to uh, we were effectively shut out of basically getting money off of housing through through redlining. Generational and, wealth. Yeah, generational well, wealth. Basically. Generational wealth. Yeah. And so this is a big step for these guys to, to to get their student loans paid off because they're not saddled with this debt where as though they can't buy a house Damn. soon and then they have to worry about this because honestly, student loans are going to be with you for the rest of your life yeah. and the interest grows every year and you. 
Make sure you, when you, you wake up one morning, the balance is higher than it was two years ago. Right. And, I've been there. And to caveat off of that, in the grand scheme of things, this is a beautiful thing, no matter what. But just imagine how it affects each student individually. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to throw a degree program out there. I'm not really trying to shit on it. But like, let's say you majored in art, right? You might have $10,000 in student loans. And that's still a lot coming fresh out of college. Right. But if you became a doctor... You got about eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand dollars in student loan. So just what think how mean? much, how much more excited that person yeah, is. Yeah, right, right. So right. that, like, like I'm, I'm looking at it more so as far as the ones who came out with those higher numbers. And with me being a real estate agent, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest Ooh. problems I see people not being able to buy a house. Right. Student loans, student loans. Yeah. That that is the number one killer that I've seen personally that has kept people from buying a home. Yeah. And for someone to do that, listen, we haven't seen any video or anything like that. But if I'm sitting in a graduation ceremony and my whoever is speaking goes up there and says, "Hey, I'm paying everybody student loans. I'm breaking all types of protocol. No, <laughs> I'm running on that stage. Right. I'm running. I love you. <laughs> no, right. It was like when Magic. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was when, when, when Magic hugged Kareem like his first Lakers game, and, and Kareem was like, "Look, don't do that again." Right. Hey, hey, hey. Like like Drake hugged star basketball players. Like I'm hugging him like that. Oh man, but hey, real talk, a hey, big ups. Big ups to Mr. Johnson again, and uh, you know, good stuff on that. Yeah. Drake, stay the hell away from Zabo. <laughs> Please stay away from Zabo. We do not need that. All right, so we're going to segue to our final. Clemson topic. needs you, Drake. Clemson really needs you, Drake. Florida State needs you. Florida's beautiful. Florida's hot. Go to Florida. Okay, so we're going to segue into our shout outs. Shout it out. <laughs> Right now. See how this is what you happens when you take a break. I like I don't, I don't recognize this Rodney right now, hey, but who are you shouting out today? <laughs> you got the Yeah, you go first, Rodney. You, go, right. you got the energy. All right. Um I was disappointed I missed this shout out uh our last show, but I want to shout out the teachers. That marched in Columbia and Raleigh. No uh, under construction stands with you. You deserve higher pay, more access to things, uh, more, more, more resources afforded to you. Uh, we stand with you. Next time you march, I'm gonna try to march with you. I'm gonna have my red shirt on. Teachers matter too. I'm done. That's all that matters to me today. I'm gonna shout out our boy Vance. Congratulations on, on graduating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shouting out my appreciate, boy Vance. Appreciate man. it. Appreciate it. I am you also. Them on the <laughs> ones are on deck. Right. <laughs> no, um, I'm also uh, gonna shout out uh, Mike Kitchen, uh, Preach Jacobs, uh, Lonnie uh, for a great event last night. Um, thank you for bringing tall black guy. Google him. I know. Lottie, I don't know who that is, but uh, shout out to y'all for a great event last night. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. He doesn't know okay. who he is. So he I'm going to shout out um, once again the people. I know I've kind of been doing this every other week, but the last week, week and a half has been probably the most disgusting that I've seen in American politics since our last presidential election. And um, this, the, all these states passing all these abortion bills. Yeah. It's just, it's just trash. It's, 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 it's moronic, and I really do feel, feel bad for all the women that they're having to fight this. Yeah. 
with that being said, shout out to everyone once again who are using their social media to speak out against all this bigotry and they're not posting gym selfies and look at the food <laughs> I'm eating and all this stuff. And for the one, I, I, I get it. Shot. I, it's, it's, you know, it's not even a shot because like I'm slowly getting into it because I understand the, re, the, you, the, 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 the ROI, you know what I'm saying? But uh, to everyone who who are looking at these these social matters and they're speaking out and they're speaking out and they're starting to get active. Right. Like right. shout out to all of you. I, I, I don't think those type of people get enough respect. Right. I, I I want I want to embrace Nipsey before Nipsey gets killed. And then everybody knows who Nipsey is all right, of a sudden. Right, right. So I think we definitely need to start coming together and, and, and standing up to a lot of this bigotry and oppression that we're dealing with in this country right now. But once again, just shout out to everybody who's who's trying to make some sort of positive change. No all right, and uh, that's the uh, close of our show. And, and next week, uh, Ronnie and I will introduce our poetry. No, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to close the show out with a segment. <laughs> we got some spoken word for y'all. Spoken word. <laughs> Hotel. No tip. Holiday Inn. <laughs> Eurostep. James Harden from the three swish. Travel. Another one. Warriors win another one. <laughs> Goodbye. Goofy one. <laughs>